I'm Wayne Turner, and welcome to the daily podcast of Bible Track. I've developed Bible Track to be both a commentary and a daily Bible reading schedule. These podcasts cover the text and commentary, which may be found at www.bibletrack.org. So, for those who have a busy schedule but do have time to listen to the Bible being read, this podcast is for you. At the end of one year, you will have gone completely through the Bible. Today we're reading Psalms 146-150. through 150. This is the new King James Version of the podcast. The King James Version is also available. First of all, a word about these five psalms. There's certainly no problem deriving the theme of these five psalms. The word praise is found 40 times in these. Ancient Jews knew these five psalms as a group which they called the Praise Collection. Authorship of these is not known with any certainty. Remotely possible that it could have been David, but probably not. Some scholars have attributed Psalm 147 and 148 to Haggai and Zechariah, though there is no solid evidence to do so. However, 147, Psalm 147, definitely appears to have been penned after the return of the exiles to Jerusalem from Babylon captivity that began the return in 535 B.C., and 148 seems to tag along with that psalm. Perhaps all five of these psalms were written after the return of the exiles. Enough of the technicalities here. Let's just sit back and enjoy five light-reading psalms that provide great words for modern-day praise choruses. Psalm 146, Who You Gonna Trust? Verse 1. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, O my soul. While I live, I will praise the Lord. I will sing praises to my God while I have my being. Do not put your trust in princes, nor in a son of man, in whom there is no help. His spirit departs, he returns to his earth. In that very day his plans perish. Happy is he who has the God of Jacob for his help, whose hope is in the Lord his God, who made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that is in them, who keeps truth forever." who executes justice for the oppressed, who gives food to the hungry. The Lord gives freedom to the prisoners. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord raises those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord watches over the strangers. He relieves the fatherless and widow. But the way of the wicked he turns upside down. The Lord shall reign forever. Your God, O Zion, to all generations, praise the Lord." When you're down, who are you going to trust? Well, let's hit it from a different perspective. Who not to trust? We see that in verse 3. It says, Do not put your trust in princes, nor in a son of man, in whom there is no help. Now, God is solid, dependable help. Man, well, he isn't. An outline of this psalm may be seen like this. A call to praise in verses 1 through 5, because of the greatness of God in verse 6, And then we see the graciousness of God in verses 7 through 10. That brings us to Psalm 147. We're just happy to be home is the theme here. Verse 1. Praise the Lord, for it is good to sing praises to our God, for it is pleasant and praise is beautiful. The Lord builds up Jerusalem. He gathers together the outcast of Israel. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He counts the number of the stars. He calls them all by name. Great is our Lord, and mighty in power. His understanding is infinite. The Lord lifts up the humble. He casts the wicked down to the ground. Sing to the Lord with thanksgiving. Sing praises on the harp to our God, who covers the heavens with clouds, who prepares rain for the earth, who makes grass to grow on the mountains. He gives to the beast its food, 
and to the young ravens that cry. He does not delight in the strength of the horse. He takes no pleasure in the legs of a man. The Lord takes pleasure in those who fear him, in those who hope in his mercy. Praise the Lord, O Jerusalem. Praise your God, O Zion. For he has strengthened the bars of your gates. He has blessed your children within you. He makes peace in your borders and fills you with the finest wheat. He sends out his command to the earth. His word runs very swiftly. He gives snow like wool. He scatters the frost like ashes. He casts out his hail like morsels. Who can stand before his cold? He sends out his word and melts them. He causes his wind to blow and the waters flow. He declares his word to Jacob, his statutes and his judgments to Israel. He has not dealt thus with any nation. And as for his judgments, they have not known them. Praise the Lord. Now, verse 2 is a dead giveaway on this one. It says, The Lord builds up Jerusalem. He gathers together the outcast of Israel. Obviously, this is a reference to the fall of Jerusalem beginning in 605 B.C. with its final demise in 586 B.C., along with the return of the exiles to Jerusalem some 70 years later. Notice what verse 11 says, "...the Lord takes pleasure in those who fear Him, in those who hope in His mercy." The Hebrew word translated fear there means moral reverence. The last two verses here reinforce the Old Testament covenants to Israel. Those two verses say, "...He declares His word to Jacob, His statutes and His judgments to Israel." He has not dealt thus with any nation, and as for his judgments, they have not known them. Praise the Lord. If you'd like more information on God's covenants with Israel, then look at my article entitled The Abrahamic Covenant and also another article entitled The Davidic Covenant. You can find those on the topic section of BibleTrack.org, or if you're looking at the written notes of BibleTrack.org for today, there's a link to each of these articles. Now, this psalm is actually divided into three stanzas. Stanza 1 is verses 1 through 6. Here's a call to praise because of God's grace to Jerusalem and greatness in creation. And then stanza number 2 is found in verses 7 through 11. The theme there is praise God because of His greatness in creation and grace to those who trust Him. And finally, stanza number 3, verses 12 through 20. There, the theme is praise God because he preserves Jerusalem and gives us his word. Psalm 148, a covenant is a covenant. Verse 1, praise the Lord, praise the Lord from the heavens, praise him in the heights, praise him all his angels, praise him all his host, praise him sun and moon, praise him all you stars of light, praise him you heavens of heavens and you waters above the heavens. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for he commanded, and they were created. He also established them forever and ever. He made a decree which shall not pass away. Praise the Lord from the earth, you great sea creatures and all the depths. Fire and hail, snow and clouds, stormy wind fulfilling his word, mountains and all hills, fruitful trees and all cedars, beasts and all cattle, creeping things and flying fowl kings of the earth and all peoples, princes and all judges of the earth, both young men and maidens, old men and children. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for his name alone is exalted. His glory is above the earth and heaven, and he has exalted the horn of his people. The praise of all his saints, of the children of Israel, a people near to him, praise the Lord. 
Now, this psalm seems to tag along with Psalm 147 and is thus regarded to be written after the return of the exiles also, which was 535 B.C. Verse 6 follows the covenant to Israel theme when it says, He also established them forever and ever. He made a decree which shall not pass away. You can imagine the exuberance over the miracle of returning to their homeland after the exile. That's certainly something about which to offer praise. Now, verse 7 is interesting. Praise the Lord from the earth, you great sea creatures, and all the depths. According to the theological workbook of the Old Testament, the Hebrew word for dragons there may be translated dragon or sea monster or serpent or whale. If you'd like more information on God's covenants with Israel, then, as I mentioned earlier, see my articles on the Abrahamic covenant and the Davidic covenant. Psalm 149, Sing unto the Lord a New Song. Verse 1, Praise the Lord, sing to the Lord a new song, and his praise in the assembly of saints. Let Israel rejoice in their Maker. Let the children of Zion be joyful in their King. Let them praise His name with the dance. Let them sing praises to Him with the timbrel and harp. For the Lord takes pleasure in His people. He will beautify the humble with salvation. Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud in their beds. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand to execute vengeance on the nations and punishments on the peoples to bind their kings in chains and their nobles with fetters of iron, to execute on them the written judgment, this honor have all his saints praise the Lord. This psalm certainly fits the post-exilic motif. We talked about that a little bit earlier, in other words, after they returned from the exile. That's especially so when you view verses 7 through 9 in that context. A return to the land, to the land of Israel, calls for some celebrating, I'd say, What's celebrating without a timbrel and a harp, and maybe a little dancing, too? We see God's people praising in this psalm until we get to a two-edged sword in their hand in verse 6. The remainder of the psalm deals with God's vengeance exercised at the hand of God's people. It's important to read Scripture in context, by the way. Verses 6 through 9 here should be understood that the vengeance spoken of is on behalf of Israel— who seeks to reclaim their independence and complete control over their homeland. Now, in that context, this psalm has prophetic implications. And finally, our last psalm for today and the last psalm of the book of Psalms is Psalm 150, Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Verse 1, Praise the Lord, praise God in His sanctuary, praise Him in His mighty firmament, praise Him for His mighty acts, praise Him according to His excellent greatness, praise Him with the sound of the trumpet, praise Him with the lute and harp, praise Him with the timbrel and dance, praise Him with stringed instruments and flutes, praise Him with loud cymbals, praise Him with clashing cymbals, let everything that has breath praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Six verses in this psalm. And only one verb is used throughout, and that verb is praise, and it's used 13 times. And 12 times is a plural imperative. In other words, y'all praise, as we'd say in the South. Obviously, this psalm is all about praise. Looking for an endorsement on loud music? Well, here it is in verse 5, written to order. Praise him with loud cymbals. Praise him with clashing cymbals. Sounds as though the psalmist here liked his music loud. This concludes our podcast for today. 
I'm Wayne Turner, and if you'd like to read along with our commentary online, go to www.bibletrack.org. Thank you for listening in today. The background music for these podcasts is an original composition written by the music director of Faith Bible Church, Paul Walker.